So I never even touched the bench press before I could do muscle up. I dropped out, man, because I thought to myself, I don't want to do something with my score. If somebody uh, says something bad to you, kill them with kindness. You have to count your blessings. For me, it's weird to sit on table and have a whole family and eat together. Some people give in order to feel good about themselves. They see someone in need on their block and they pity him. So they hand him some change. Others give to receive praise. And that praise is their reward. But the purity of their generosity is diminished because they receive something for it. True giving happens when we give from the heart. Giving because you genuinely want to help a person or a worthy cause while remaining anonymous is true charity. That is the kind of giver I want to be, a giver from the heart. I try to teach my children never to turn the needy person away. I taught them to show respect from all God's creatures. I taught them to reach out to people who were down and to lend them a helping hand. I taught them that by keeping the needy and less fortunate close to their hearts, they would be closer to God. And this, this is the book, The Soul of Butterfly, from Muhammad Ali. Basically a reflection on his whole journey, from his religion, to his boxing career, to him wanting to uh, change the world when it comes to racism. And it's a beautiful book that he wrote together with one of his daughters. And uh, I, would like to, I would like to give this to you as no a gift. No way, man. Thank you, man, bro. It's a pleasure. This guy is a legend, man. This means much to me. I for sure want to read this, man. I'm normally uh, not a book guy, but this one uh, I will read, inshallah, man. Inshallah. I'm really happy to hear that, uh, that you like it. Bro, uh, if, you, uh, if the quote, what you just said, is... Uh, something this book uh, tells about, then uh, for sure I will read it, man. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think it's a good... Uh, it sums the book up in a way, because obviously he's a boxer, but he also talks a lot about like the philo philosophical yeah. way that he thinks. So uh, that makes this book really special, at least. Yeah, nice, man. Even uh, the quote what you just said, with giving, the Islam also tells, give like in a secret way, give with your right hand, even your left hand doesn't know what your right hand gives. So this, this kind of thing is uh, something positive, man. Yeah. So thank you very much for the gift, bro. I appreciate it, it, man. It's a pleasure, brother. I'll start with the intro. Hey, guys. How's everyone doing? We're doing well. Hope you're doing well as well. And today, we're here with a brand new episode of The Success Show. And today, we're joined by Ennis. Ennis is uh, someone that has devoted himself to motivate people yeah. uh, through the way of social media. And he did that in a beautiful way where he mixed... Uh, self-improvement, if I may say, which means working out, but also working on your religion in one beautiful way together. And the people seem to love it. He's gotten a lot of positive messages about it. And uh, we're really happy to have you here and to Thank find more me, to to find out more about you because what was really interested is uh, interesting was that you have a lot of content online, but there wasn't much content of you <laughs> speaking. Which yeah, I mean, it's an honor to have one of these. Uh, first or you have the honor to be the first guy man. yeah <laughs> that yeah for me it's also i have to get used to the camera stuff you know talking in uh in the mic also uh it's different for me you know because as i said off camera i was never a social media person you know I always started with an undercover account even on my snapchat i only had 20 friends 30 friends now it's crazy to see all the numbers go up a lot of people sending me messages. I can't even keep it up anymore. So uh, alhamdulillah, I'm blessed, man, to have the position I have today to motivate a lot of people around the world, you know, not just in the Netherlands. 
And uh, yeah, man, I'm blessed, man. It's awesome. Could you take us back to to how it all started? Because you mentioned that you were a really private guy on social media. Yeah. How, how like what was the trigger that made you made the step? Before you continue watching, please consider subscribing and hitting the notification bell so you never miss a future upload. I always uh, crazy as it sounds. I always was into social media in, in a manner of I was always checking content. You know, I really loved content on YouTube, on Instagram. Back then you didn't even had uh, TikTok, but I all uh, I started on TikTok first. So uh, how it all started was I I already made a lot of progress in my uh, physical element. So with training calisthenics, I was training. You know, always people said to me, "You have such a nice muscle up," because I have invented a lot of time in my muscle ups. You know, people that follow me know me. They know the muscle-ups, the rocket muscle-ups that go uh, when everything shakes. But I was doing that without camera, without social media. So all my friends were saying, bro, post this online, you know. This is something crazy. You've invested so much time in the gym. It's, you know, it could be a waste if you don't show it to the people, you know. So I was thinking, I thought, what am I going to do on TikTok? Everybody dances on there. Everybody puts crazy sounds, music, you know. But then I thought to myself... Why not be the first person to uh, show the positive side of TikTok? Because it's a platform and you can use it however you want. You know, if you want to use it for music terms or dancing or gym or motivation, you know, you just have to find your audience, you know. But first, back then, I was scared of what would people say, you know. If I post, they will say, look at that guy half and he, he thinks he's somebody, you know. Then I thought, you know what, I worked hard for this. Let me post some uh, videos. It started all uh, with uh, no sounds, no edits, just showing my abilities. Then I saw a lot of young people said, uh, commenting, bro, this is inspirational, how did you uh, achieve this? Um, you know, how, how did you came to this level, you know? And then I thought to myself, yeah, this can work, you know, this, people like this need me, you know? Uh, then I thought to myself, you know what, let's give it a try, man. Then I uh, started my... Uh, Account E Cannon, also E K. You know this. They call me E K or E Cannon. Where does that name come from? If I may ask. My full name, my full first name is NSQ Shot. So my brothers always call, called me E K. And uh, Cannon is the power. You know, Cannon is on, in uh, in the Netherlands we say Kanon. So Cannon because of my power. You know, I was uh, shaking everything. They said to me, you know what, E K E Cannon. Then I said to my brother, no good name. It was all by, by natural. I said to them, you know, what, what kind of uh, name should I do on uh, social media? They said to me, just do EK, something with your name, you know. I didn't want to say my government name, but now it's no problem. So I said, he said to me, EK, E Cannon. I said, you know what, good name. Type it in. I'm not the most uh, complex dude. I said to me, what kind of video? I said to him, record me. Then I <laughs> walk to the bar. <laughs> Do some muscle ups, you know, and that's how it started. Before I knew, one or two weeks later, I saw I saw the video going viral. People were commenting, "Bro, uh, this is crazy!" Blah blah blah. I was thinking, "Subhanallah, man!" And then uh, I was thinking, you know, I have to get better at this. I learned how to edit. I learned how to make sounds. Then I saw I was growing. A lot of people, you know, I first look up to were uh, reacting on my videos, they were showing me love. Then I thought by myself, you know, uh, this feels good, you know, to be somebody who motivates 
And now, alhamdulillah, when I walk up to the street, young people come to me. They say, you're the guy from the mosques. You're the guy from the handstands, this and that. How did you achieve that? It's impossible. And I want to show them a way that it's, that, that it's possible, you know? That if you start, just don't give up. Just start today. You know, even a lot of people I see in the gym, they are doing crazy stuff, bro, but they are not on social media. And I, I said to them, in this day and age, social media, media is the biggest thing, you know? If you don't use it, I think it's a waste, man. I think nowadays a lot of people consume it. Other. They consume it, but they don't know that if I see a guy benching 250 in a regular basic fit gym here in the Netherlands, bro, it's a waste, man. Come on, show the people how you achieved it. You know, a lot of people look up to you, but they, I also get them, you know, if you were, nev you, you were never a social media guy like myself, I, w I was uh, saying to myself, who wants to watch this? You know, who wants to uh, look to me? Nobody will see the video or something like that. But if you go viral one time and you see the positive messages and you really see what you are capable of, you know, of the re reaching the audience, bro, come on, man. You can achieve whatever you want in this world. Bro, look at the uh, opportunities we have. Let's say, let's say, for example, maybe there were 20 years ago people much more stronger than us, but they didn't have a platform to show it, you know? So I, I, I see it as a waste if you don't use it. The I completely agree with you, by the way. Like I, I, I think in this day and age, like the way we're we're doing this also is also to inspire people. We, course, we want man. to we want to bring a positive message. We want to help people, and it would just be a waste if if we have all these talks and we get to meet all these in incredible people and we keep that for ourselves. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's beautiful that 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 you're doing that. Thank you. Man. And what I wanted to ask is, uh, the journey. Because we've seen a, a lot of the like the transformation videos, yeah. and I think for me, th those were the ones that really hit home. Like you see, you going from like a bit of a younger dude, and you also look completely different, yeah. and and then to this, and you're both physically and also, uh, I think sp spiritually yeah, yeah. transformed. Of course. Could you tell us more about that? You know, I always tell the people, uh, they always see the physical change on my Insta. You know. Also a little bit of my uh, uh, spiritually change because you see I get also more religious, but uh, they uh, always are more proud of me that I'm changed in a way of physical. You know, they say to me, "You went from fifty uh, fifty two kilos to seventy four, example." You know, and I said to them, "It's good, but I'm more proud of the way that I've uh, made the progress in my head, mentally and spiritually, because a lot of people only see the physical part. You know, they see you." shaking the most uh, the bars uh, they say you rip the bar out but they never saw the journey where even you can see my hands you know it's all busted open but they never see that side but that's why i came to your podcast you know to talk about this also i started my own uh, youtube channel now so i want to show them you know everything of my life man how i became this person so far and uh that's why I'm the most proud of my, my uh, spiritual change. Because I think my physical change started because of my spiritual change. I wanted to change in my head. You know, I said to myself, I can't live like this anymore because I was living unhealthy. You know, I was uh, addicted to gaming. I was gaming till the nights, you know, till f four in the morning, six in the morning. Uh, I wasn't praying at all. I had no relationship with my creator, you know, it was just, I, I, my nutrition was bad, everything was bad, you know, even I couldn't wake up for school because I was gaming a lot, uh, a lot till the nights, 
and uh, I said to myself, you know, look at yourself. Because one time uh, one of my friends said to me, let's go uh, play some soccer. And I really loved soccer before I started calisthenics. And I was running, I was catching uh, breath, you know, uh, difficult, you know. And I said to myself, I can't live like this. I have to be strong. I have to, I don't know. It can't work like this. You know, I was eating a lot of junk food and everything. And I said to myself, let's make a change. Then I made the change uh, by uh, getting a, a little bit more religious. Not like how I am now, but I started making... Uh, Started to do my prayers, you know. At, at what age? At 16, man. Okay. Because when I was 16, I went to Umrah. I went to Kaaba, Mecca, and did my Umrah. And then my, my mother said to me, now if you go back, you have to go back stronger, you know. You have to go back. You can't be the same person as you was before. So when I was there, it would be a waste if you don't pray five times when you're in the holy land of our uh, religion, you know. So I went back and I said to myself, you know, I can't uh, joke around anymore. And that was one of the steps closer to my religion. Then I started working out, started eating better, started going to school. I uh, left gaming. Also, I like to play some games now, but not like uh, I used to before. And uh, then it went slowly, man. I saw more progression in my body. I saw more progression in... Uh, my mental health, I was feeling better, you know, but then it went down again. So it went always up, down, up, down, up, down. Can I ask you what was one of the triggers for it to go down again? Or was something, did something happen particularly or was it just with time like, keeping it consistently was yeah. difficult? Also, uh, keeping it comp uh, consi consistently was difficult, but never in my training. Okay. My training I, I was one of my... Uh, you know, if I had bad times, I, w I was always went to the gym for... You fall back on that? Yes. Uh, th th that was the one of the reasons I always uh, felt back on that. But I think it was more of the people around me sometimes, man. They were getting me to weird places, you know. Uh, the people around you make you, you know. That's now also I'm really happy. I have a small circle with brothers who b we believe the same, have the same mentality... We all want to progress, make progress in the gym, make progress in our religion. Just stay positive. And if you, if I, if you have that, uh, those people around you, bro, uh, that's the best, man. Could, could you tell us more about, about surroundings? Because uh, like the people around you can either make you or break you, right? Yeah, facts. How do you distinguish good from bad people? Or not per se bad people, because everything is, specific, everything is subjective, right? Yeah, yeah. But for you. I know what you mean, that... Not bad people because they also are with you for some reasons, you of know. Of course. They also have good uh, manners towards you. But I think uh, bad people are the ones that uh, pull you away from your goals, man. Pull you away from your, for what you stand for, you know. For example, let's say uh, if you don't like to do uh, alcohol or uh, some drugs and you have uh, friends that do that, it could be a matter of time if you that you also fall in that, or maybe you will see it as not as bad as you saw it before. You know, yeah. so I say that uh, people that are uh, pulling you away from your goals, man, those get them, uh, <laughs> yeah, get, get them, them away. out your life, man, bro. <laughs> they are dangerous, bro. And and how do you find people that add on, on, on to, to the positivity and, and that help you achieve your goals? Because th I think that's really hard also. I think nowadays, especially, like, 
I mean, if you, yeah. in, at, at a certain point, you'll have a network and it goes really easily. But in the very beginning, you might think you're completely alone in your journey. Yeah, that's one thing. Of the, that's one of the good things of social media as well is that, peop, like, you can still feel surrounded by other yeah, brothers of course. because of social media. But a physical presence is, of course, always stronger. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice or ideas that people can find people that can For be me, good? I, if I speak honest, I don't think it's really that hard. It maybe seems that hard, but I don't think it's really that hard. If you are searching for people that are religious, search them at a place where you think you could find them. So go to the mosque, talk with them, you know, have a conversation. If you want to be better at calisthenics, don't go to a powerlifting gym. You know, for example, go to a calisthenics park. That is how I found found my people. Also, I have my older brothers like family, but my friends, you know, I most of them I I met them or at a calisthenics park or in a mosque you know because if you go to those places you automatically share the same interest you know yeah so if you are searching in a club for a religious guy you won't find him there you know You're making it hard for yourself yeah that's that's my advice go to if you have interest in maybe becoming a good soccer player go to a place where you know there are good soccer players you know Go to a place where you know these people will bring me up. If you go to a, some bad place or, you know, just uh, people with bad influence, you also will get that. That's my advice. It's not that re- really that hard. And I'll ask you for, for a practical question as well, because I can imagine there are maybe younger children watching this and they're like, shit, that makes sense. It's so logical. Yeah. But, uh, and, and imagine uh, they're in that place and they see all different people. Going up to people can be scary sometimes, right? What would be a good way to approach someone and uh, basically tell them that you would like to learn more about what they're doing or perhaps you just want to be friends with them? What would be a good way to start that conversation? Bro, or I how would you do it? How would I do it? Listen, I'm, I, uh, what I, I'm always, uh, since when I was little, I was really an introvert. Still, I still am. But if I see some, some, somebody putting in the work, like just giving all, you know, because, for example, when I was at the calisthenics park, that's where I met a lot of people. And I saw they were, like, really with themselves, you know, focused, not talking to everybody. That These were the people I thought in, in myself, bro, this guy is so focused. Maybe you, this is how much he wants to achieve his goal, you know. And just step up to them, you know, ask them. Bro, he won't hit you on your face. Uh, why you ask me uh, if I uh, do this or that? Because I always, uh, sometimes when I'm in the gym, maybe people think I look angry. You know, that's because when I'm in the gym, I'm focused on getting my results, you know. I don't play around. I just do my sets. And I always look angry because that's how I am, you know. But when somebody come up to me, bro, it means a lot to me. Man. When they ask me, bro, how do you achieve this? Even people that don't recognize me from social media, you know, because I'm... Not really long on social media. Maybe uh, before I uh, went to Turkey, I uh, went to my uh, calisthenics park where I really first did my first pull-ups. And there were some people, they were seeing my muscle-ups and they said to me, bro, this kind of form, mashallah, we only see on internet, you know. They don't really know that I'm active on internet, but they ask me, how did you achieve it? That for me, I think is the uh, best result you can show to people because the muscle up you can't buy with money you can't get it as a gift or something bro it's hard work and people asking you how to show me this is just recognition of your hard work you know it's the, 
I also to 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 younger people that see me in the gym, just step up to me. Feel free to ask me some things. You know, uh, this this is the reason why I do it. You know, if I didn't want that people came up to me or asked me some things, I was still the undercover guy on uh, social media. This is my advice: if you see somebody, just go up to him, approach him, ask him nicely. If you see he doesn't want to give you some help, don't worry. Plenty of other people, you know. It's not a big deal. Just relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I think it's beautiful advice. 100% agree. Thank you, man. I would like to ask you, obviously, you, you made a lot of progress in both your, your, physical, uh, your physical form, but also your, spiritual, uh, your, your s- spirituality. Yeah. Could you take us through your daily, through the daily habits that because we're talking about a long transformation from 16 to 25 with obviously ups and downs, but that was it's a long time since you had that that click. But my uh, real real per, uh, transformation started when I was 19. Okay. So when I was 16, I was still yeah. a young kid. You know, I was growing up. I didn't go to the gym very often, but I was when my brother went, I just okay yeah. You know, he showed me the ways. But when I was 19. That's I was still uh, 50 kg when I was 19, but I, w- I was praying and trying to be a better Muslim, you know. But uh, the whole transformation started because I wanted to change mentally. And I said to myself, what, will, uh, what can you do? What will make you feel good mentally? And, uh, and my, always my uh, outcome was going to the gym, you know. But first I was, uh, th- this is going to sound crazy, but... Uh, I was really shy to go to the gym because I was skinny. I was thinking maybe people will laugh at me, you know. I was weak. I said to myself, if I go to a public gym, I don't know what to expect. You know, you see a lot of big guys smashing the weights down. Part of me thought, you know, let's start outside. And that's how my triathletics journey started. So I never even touched the bench press before I could do a muscle up. I could do a human flag and a muscle up and I'd never touched the bench. That's one of my reasons. I never told my friends, but I was shy to go to the gym. I did push-ups outside. I did pull-ups outside. And uh, the funny thing is uh, about this, I did it all by myself. You know, I didn't want people around me. I was the quiet kid, just work, put in the work. One day you will see result. And now I'm uh, I'm seeing the results, you know, and I think it's just the be- beginning of seeing my results. And uh, as you said, uh, first the, the the really the thing that started all this progression was mentally. I wanted to become a better person, spiritually, physically, mentally, but it all came down as being the best possible person, religious and uh, physical, you know. And what are are there still goals now that you're you're working towards? Of course, man. But I, I'm so busy in my head right now. Also, a lot of people tell me, a lot of friends of me say, write your goals down. So I've, I write my goals down. But alhamdulillah, it's going so fast. You know, I'm writing my year goals down, but I get them in three months. So now I have to search for new goals. But I have some new goals. Also, the secret thing what I did in uh, yeah. Istanbul. That's one thing I want to bring on the market, inshallah, with some uh, with a huge company, inshallah, inshallah, and uh, bro, physically there is no limit, man. So I want to achieve more, more, more moves, more uh, power. Just be the most healthy person, and then religious, we all know you can't be the best person. Just do your thing, man. 
were there some daily habits that contributed to you uh, being able to achieve that? Because obviously there was a mental click, but then there's yeah. a day-to-day, yeah. day-to-day progress, right? You wake up, what happens in the day? My daily routine, I wake up, take a shower, brush my teeth, pray, eat something healthy, you know? Because I always say, say to myself, you start, if you start your day bad, your whole day will go bad, you, you know? If you start your day positive, your whole day, uh, whole day will go positive. So what I do is uh, I try to work out every day, also my prayers, and uh, I like to eat something outside with my uh, family, friends, my brothers, you know? I'm not really a busy guy, you know? I don't like to go too much to uh, uh, public places. If I go, I eat something quick go to home again i'm just a home guy home gym home also i work i uh, work as an accountant okay at the office yeah man nice and uh you enjoy doing that work is never uh, something people want to do but uh it's good man is that always the case you think or is there also a way that you could Maybe turn your hobbies into into your work one of day. Of course, but sometimes your hobbies also, if you if it becomes work, the word work mentally sounds crazy already. You know, you have to still put your alarm. You have to still travel to some places. You have to still uh, give your free time away, even if it's your hobby, even if it's something you like to do. Bro, everybody wants to chill and relax. Of course, we have to work. But uh, I think do something what suits you. Of course, if you can do something with your hobby, go 100% full. That's, that's uh, I think, why I am, alhamdulillah, successful for now. Is I never go to uh, my decisions on uh, 70% or 80%. I always go 100%. Because last year I was still uh, on school and I dropped out, man. Because I thought to myself, I, didn't, I don't want to do something with my school. I want to achieve something with social media. And even back then I didn't... When I dropped out of school, I had 800 followers on Instagram. And I said to myself, focus now. Just forget what people say. People were saying to me, bro, it's a big risk, you know, this and that. But they can say all, all what they want. They even said to me, you can't achieve a muscle up. You can't achieve uh, 70 kg or this or that. Why well, don't listen to them, man? If I have a decision in my head. I do it. If I feel, I feel by myself, not with the people. So that's why... Uh, I dropped out of school, then I started uh, working on the side, you know, earn something, and invest my time in my social media, man. Alhamdulillah, it's paying off now. So, uh, on to bigger things now, man. So, if it's paying off more, quit my other job, you know, <laughs> focus fully on social media, inshallah, that's the goal, you know. But, uh, yeah, man, alhamdulillah, stay positive. Also, when people uh, watching this, some of them maybe don't want to do... Uh, Different job, where well, I've worked maybe seven or eight years in supermarkets, you know, filling, uh, working shelves, everything. Well, it's part of your life, man. Stay humble, just work, earn money, invest in the right things, do positive things. Don't give your money to uh, rubbish things, you know. That's it, man. You, you you mentioned dropping out of school. I think that's super interesting. Yeah. Can I ask you what the people around you you, you so you you. You, you mentioned that you, some people were like, oh, that's a big, big risk. And your parents, can I ask you how they saw that? Bro, of course, uh, my, my uh, mother, they, uh, she wasn't happy, you know. But uh, I said to her, I want to focus on my social media. 
but my mother is not really a social media person. She has Instagram, WhatsApp, but she don't really look too much. But back then I was already big on TikTok, but not on Instagram. So I said to her mom, listen, let me just focus one year on this. If it happens, it happens. If it don't happen, go back to school, you know, uh, part of the journey. She get a little bit angry, you know, she, uh, you know, uh, Muslim mothers, they want to see you succeed, you know, bless her. And uh, I said to her, listen, I made the decision. I already uh, dropped out, but I didn't even tell her. So I was going outside, saying to her, I go to school. I went to school, but I didn't go to my lessons, you know. I was doing a uh, uh, teacher. Okay. Economics teacher. Yeah. So it was really hard. I was already uh, working at a school with some, uh, I had my own class and everything. But uh, when they heard I was leaving, you know, they said to me, please stay, you know, I would like to work with the youth, you know. So it was uh, a hard decision, but uh, my motivation fell away for school, you know. I was in my third year. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. And and is that your final year? No, just one last year's full year of internship. Okay. Then you have your uh, degree. But I said to myself, I don't want to do this, you know. If I focus one year in school, it will stay in the way of social media, you know. But uh, I made my decision and I really believe in myself. I believe that Allah, you know, in the plan, I make a lot of dua. Also, uh, one of my quotes I always use is dua as the, uh, the... What was the quote again, man? Dua is the power to turn your dreams into reality. Beautiful. So I always do make my dua, then I uh, just went go for my decision, you know. If I make the decision... 100%, no 80%, no 70%. Because if you go in half, why do you go? Go 100%, easy, light work. Awesome, man, goosebumps. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's a beautiful success story. It's a beautiful success story. And I, I think it, what makes it so beautiful is the, the risk that you take. Yes, because that gives you the fire, you know. Right. When I stopped with school, I was also uh, jobless then. I said to myself, now it's time to work, man. Now it's time to work. You want to achieve something on social media? Put in the work. Then I was focusing how to edit videos, how to make sounds. Because back then my editing skills wasn't really uh, good like that. So then I focused, focused, focused. And now, alhamdulillah, paid off, man. So now I, I look back and I laugh at the people that said to me, don't drop out of school, you know. It's all part of the plan, you know. I believe it's written written for a reason. And uh, I really listened to my intuition. You know, I had a strong feeling of this way. That's why I dropped out, man. I spoke before I dropped out. I spoke with a lot of people. But my intuition was uh, was that strong. I said to myself, you know what? Drop out. Yeah. And it, it also, I think when you're young, I think if we, if we want to make a practical advice between like... 18 and 25 especially when you don't have a family when you don't have children yeah like you're, you're gonna take the risks then you're not gonna take it after when you're a lot of responsibilities or 40 years of course. old it's yeah because you know why i take the risk because it's good that you bring this up because when you are 40 you will still think about this choice you will still think what if i dropped out yeah that's the now most i don't have thing. that doubt you know now i know now i know the answer yeah so for me i'm glad man sometimes you just Take the risk, man. You won't die. You know, what's the worst case possible? Death? 
You won't die, man. Just take the risk. Nothing happens. Would you have also been glad if it didn't work out? Of course. Then you you know the answer still, you know. The goal has to be it doesn't need need. Uh, you have to be sure that there's no question. No what if. That's it, man. Now you have to answer. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't work out, we move on. I, I, I had a super interesting talk with my neighbor, actually. She's 95 years old. And I, I always... like I, I think this is great for, for younger people to talk with people that are elder, that have yeah. experienced a lot of things, and just ask them what is your best advice that you can give me. And, and she told me, I think... Uh, I think as a 95-year-old now, I would tell you that just doing something that uh, that you like, that you love so you don't regret it later. Even if it scares you, just do it because otherwise later you might regret it. And that's the worst. And she told me, yeah, I always wanted to become like a airline steward. Mm. And I never got the possibility to do it because I was scared to do it. And I really regret that. With that being said, I'm super happy with my life. I'm, 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 I'm well yeah. off now. Which was like, that is something that I would really would have wanted to try. And when you talk to those kind of people, like we're young, so we haven't yeah. seen we as have much the of the world. Still, you know? yeah, yeah, and and like that advice made for us. Like like we have to have to do that. It's beautiful and living example across the table. It's it's beautiful, and I'm super happy it uh, it worked oh, out for man, you. Man. Thank you, man. That's why it's important to speak to other people. Man. Yeah, this is a good example. You know, speak to a lot of different people. I also do that when I go outside. I see somebody with a different religion. I just ask, you know, to see his lifestyle. Not really. Uh, in the way, why do you believe that? But just ask his daily routine. You can learn from everybody, you know? Yeah. Get some advice. If they give it for free, it's welcome, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of time, nowadays people, they bring out ebooks. you know? If you want their advice, you have to pay, man. Yeah, the course. <laughs> yeah. So go to all the people now, they don't know that yet. Just yeah. ask them for advice, you know? Yeah. I want to ask you, you, you quickly mentioned that you have big ambitions when it comes to social media and back then you already knew that. What are the next steps? So you quickly mentioned YouTube. When it comes to YouTube, because YouTube is a big platform, you can yeah. do a bit of everything. You can also mm -hmm. post longer format contents. How will that change the way that people can uh, can watch content of you or consume things yeah, that, yeah. that you're related to? Yeah, I want to, you know, as you said before, I don't really have videos of me talking, you know. That's why I want to bring more on the table. I want to uh, release uh, tutorials, you know, show them the ways how I got the progress I have now, you know, show them how to do the first pull-up muscle-up. Because uh, if you learn something, somebody, something physically, for me, that's the best uh, feeling, man. You know, so, uh, doing a muscle-up is not something you can buy, you know. So if you learn that to somebody, bro, that's uh, the best uh, feeling in the world for me, man. Motivating the youth, you know spiritually mentally physically that that those kind of videos i also want to do i want to do a lot of thing with the youth i want to uh, release a documentary of my life okay so uh some big plans man inshallah, inshallah. It work out you know but for now the goal is to start my youtube and stay consistent you know yeah they were smashing my dms start youtube we are interested in your daily life, in uh, how you achieved your um, progression in calisthenics, just everything, even how did you become more religious. You know, if I can show that to people, it's the best, man.
Because yeah, yeah. we all know if you start TikTok or YouTube or Instagram, it's easy to see something uh, that's bad for the youth. You see, uh, for example, drill rap, people uh, showing uh, the steps on body or something. I want to be the guy to be the different side, you know? Because I said to myself, if I start, do it in the halal way possible, you know? I use no music in my content. I uh, cover my aura. You know, I try to show to be the best example possible with the religious side, you know? Also, on the side of being a healthy person, but and also on the side of being religious, you know? It's a hard job, but uh, we try our best, man. Is, is there a big community that uh, is interested in that? First, I didn't think it was that big, but now I'm seeing it bigger than I thought, man. Where I'm getting uh, DMs from people all around the world, you know? People sending me their progression. People sending me a group in a village doing some pull-ups. No, no way. most of my followers are from Algeria. No way. Allah subhanallah. <laughs> most one of I think top three is Algeria, Morocco, and UK. Okay. So bro, I see one guy in Algeria in a village, he's recording his friend. Look, EK, look, look, mashallah. They doing some pull-ups. Bro, I see it, I think I think to myself, how is my video all the way from Holland to Algeria? That's the power of social media, you know? If I see that, bro, still till the day, it gives me goosebumps, you know. Because I was, one time I was the little kid looking up to somebody, you know, on social media. So it's crazy, man, bro. It's uh, something uh, I don't really stand still by because I look at the video, I see a couple of views, I see the numbers, but you don't really know who is watching, you know. If you can inspire them, bro, it means a lot, man. It's a lot of power, man. And it's important to do it in a pos po uh, positive way, you know. It's, bro, it's really um, not that difficult to go viral in a negative way. Bro, you can't go to the street and slap somebody and record them, you go viral. But in a bad, you are a bad influence. But if you want to be a good influence, bro, you have to try your best, you know. You have to put in the work. If I didn't train all these years... I didn't even know what kind of content I would put out. I use also my training content to bring my religion up front, you know. I think it's the balance also what made me, but it's easy to go uh, viral uh, if you do something negative, man. Bro, if you if you hear that person is exposed or that person um, is robbed or this, everybody clicks, everybody likes to see negative stuff. Because it's the game of social media, you know, they let you see that everything is perfect, Everything is nice. If they see something bad happens to you, they click. That's it, man. You have to stay focused. You know, give a good example to the youth. It's important, man. There was a video on your social media talking about the youths. Uh, I think it was uh, an older video where yeah. uh, you were in the calisthenics park. And there were like a group of like 10 younger children. Yeah. And you were talking to them. And uh, like, is that something you do often, or does something that's that? That's one of my video I'm the most proud of. You yeah, know? yeah. If I, I, I when I was editing the video, bro, I was said to myself, and I uh, almost get emotional, you know, because when I watch that, I think to myself, uh, I'm truly blessed. You know, uh, things I went through in my life, it could easy, easily uh, went the other way, you know, to see myself, you know, succeed and uh, inspiring the youth. 
It's a blessing, man. Alhamdulillah. And uh, that's what I, uh, I, I do that every Sunday. I uh, go to a... How do you say buurthuis? Uh, Just a community who are uh, setting the focus on people with a bad background, you know, coming yeah. from a bad neighborhood. And they reached out to me. One of uh, the people uh, that are in the community, they know me, you know, I uh, went to them with sc uh, to school. That was before I even was e-canon. So they reached out to me, they said to, to me, uh, we love what you're doing, uh, come to our neighborhood. We have a small uh, group of uh, young, uh, young uh, boys from the age of 10 to 14. They said to me, uh, let's start something together and uh, give them a training every Sunday. I said to them, no matter what, I'm there. Bro, if I have million followers, if I have one follower, doesn't matter. I like to invest in the youth. You know, I don't need money for that or something. That is just, for me, it's giving back to the community, you know. Because I also was that kid searching for somebody in life that could guide me to the good path. Unfortunately, I didn't have it. But uh, it's now my job to be that person, you know. So every Sunday I go out with with the uh, with the lions. I call them lions. They are my young lions. So uh, also I want to do more content on that because that was one of my first videos. Um, and uh, as I said before, I want to take that also overseas, man. So go to the UK and uh, reach the audience there. Go to Turkey, you know, the home motherland. Each my uh, reach my audience there. Maybe even one of my bigger plans. Let's go to Africa, uh, build some wells, even some uh, calisthenic parks. You know, I have big plans, inshallah, for the youth, man. Inshallah, man. It's so beautiful. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Man. We have to, man. You know, a uh, world like this uh, needs positive people. Unfortunately, we have a lot of uh, bad influence in the world, but uh, it's time to make a change, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. Time to make a change. That's uh, rightfully said so. Yeah, man. I'm curious when when you go out with your lions on Sunday. What are the things you talk about? Because obviously you have the training, but I I can imagine that you also you talk with them. Bro, it's funny because I'm really harsh on them. You know, uh, in this day and age, they like to uh, bring up people soft. You know, everything is okay. You can do this. You can do that. If if I see somebody breaking a window, bro, I'm grabbing grabbing uh, him is by his ear. You know, I'm gonna. Show him punishment. What you're doing is not right, you know. Even if you claim to be a Muslim, show the best example to them. If, if you walk inside, greet everybody nicely. You know, I, I always tell to them, be kind towards your parents. Go to the mosque. Just do positive stuff. Even if they're, they're not Muslim, because I have also children who are uh, uh, maybe a Christian or something like that. I said to them, e eat healthy. Good values, right? Yeah, help your parents, you know, stay positive. Go to school. Uh, just stay positive. Try to make something of uh, out of your life, you know. Try to be somebody who gives a good impact. And also, in that area, there's a lot of drugs, a lot of people that are stealing, a lot of bad influence. And I always tell to them, if I hear that you steal or do drugs, you're not welcome in my park. Even one time they were catching the, the train, the tram from... Uh, Schilderswijk until the park where I'm at, it's like a 25-minute journey. So one of the 
the head guys of that community called me. They said to me, uh, they made a lot of noise in the tram, you know. And I said to him, how far are you? He said, we're already almost on your location. I said to him, go back home. If, if you say they did something bad, even if it's one of them, they all suffer. Because I try to give them some, uh, I try to learn them to uh, give each other advice, you know. Because if, if, for example, if they're with 20 people and one of them does something bad and I punish all 20 people, next time they will say, bro, because <laughs> of you, we got the punishment, so don't do it anymore, you know. Then they will learn to watch out for each other. Bro, they were in the tram, you know, uh, on YouTube you have uh, uh, a high pitch note sound. Yeah, the... the yeah. yeah. They were doing that, so... <laughs> one of, yeah. I did that too, man. Yeah. <laughs> we all did that, but the guy that is uh, the head of the group, he is giving his free time for them to come all the way to me, watch over them, you know, their parents give permission... And he says to him, whoever does that noise, stop it, you know. When he walks away, they they pause it. Now, when he's there, they, they pause it. When he walks away, they play it again. Okay. So he goes three times back and forth. And he said that to me on the, telef- uh, on the phone. I said to him, don't worry who it is. Just send them back home. Next time they, ca- uh, they, they came, I said to him, you're still not away from the punishment. You have to run. Run, run, run. One starts vomiting. So I said to them... This is how you learn. You have to be respectful. This guy gives you free time. I'm giving my free time, you know? And you are making him crazy, doing some bad stuff. Even old people on the tram, they look back. And I said to them, listen, they're all Turkish or Moroccan. Don't give a bad name on your people, you know? Don't give a bad name on the Muslims. We are the ones that have to show the best character, you know, even when I say to them, if you go to the gym, clean your weights, everything, walk inside humble, you know, not like you're the man, walk inside humble, just do your thing, stay focused on yourself, show them that we are the nicest people, you know, because I always said to people, even if they hate you, kill them with kindness, that's the best example, if somebody uh, says something bad to you, no worries, kill them with kindness. Say to them, no worry, bro. That's your opinion. I move on. That's uh, how you sh- should show yourself to the people, you know. Talking about children from uh, <coughs> difficult neighborhoods. Yeah. I mean, both of us, I think we grew up in Schilderswijk. Uh, is, that, is that correct? I grew up in Houtwijk, but it's the same okay, environment, yeah. you know. Yeah. What, what are some of the hardships that children their face that other people don't and what are some ways that we can overcome it because obviously i mean hopefully we we're a good example for them that it, it is possible but also a lot of people around me that were from there it's really hard yeah, yeah, yeah because i think what i've seen the most is that people don't see that it's possible it's just they're surrounded by a lot of negativity as you said drugs violence racism yeah. uh they get treated differently even when you try to go to university they'll tell you yeah but watch out like yeah, there's yeah. only dutch people there uh, it will be hard like for you. They give you feeling you're a step behind them, you know? Yeah. I, I, I get what you mean. I uh, also uh, experienced this. I think you also. But uh, what I, I... I think everybody has a reason why. Because uh, in my neighborhood, you had a lot of uh, bad influence. Also, not the richest, you know? So if you want to earn some money... My mom told me, you want to earn money? 
go work. I was maybe 14, 13 or so, I had to work. You know, I grew up without a father, so I had nobody in my life who, who said to me, here's some lunch money. If I want lunch money, my mom said, go ahead and work for it, you know? So that's what makes you a man. I even think the people like us are a step behind the normal people. You know, we are mentally stronger. We've been through much more than them. Bro, they are... For me, it's weird to sit on table and have a whole family and eat together. For me, it's weird. I, I, I always eat by myself. You know, I didn't really have a mom, dad, brothers around, you know? For me, it was uh, all alone. And uh, that's... Re uh, and in that... I think in that uh, type of moments, you realize you have less than other people, so you have to work harder if you want to achieve something. Some of the people go for the bad route. They want to earn quick money, they go at steal or sell drugs. Some of them, they are patient, go to school, try to make something of the life, or hit the gym. For me, it was uh, the other side, you know. But it was really close going, it's easy, you know, you're angry at the world, why does this happen to me, why, uh, why, they, uh, why I don't have the nicest clothes, you know, you look up to your other uh, children, you see somebody get a, a bike from his father, expensive bike, you think by yourself, I also want that bike, but nobody gives you money, so you go at the bad route. It's easy, man. That's why I say to the people, just stay focused, work hard for your goals. And uh, eventually the people that get gifts don't have the hunger of, of you. You know, you, you, are, you have that flame, you know. Even when I'm in the gym, still, man, in the nighttime, I get the flame. It never will go away because when I do my muscle-ups now, I remember the first ever muscle-ups of me. You know, I always, even when I see I get achievements on my social media, when I saw 100k, where I went to the park, where I learned my first ever muscle up, I made the video that I was watching at 100k, I said to myself, one day he was here, 16, 19 years old, in the rain, training, never thought of these opportunities, you know. And I always, I'm, I'm a person, I'm really harsh on myself. I'm uh, not looking for an easy way out. So a lot of people, when they train, they like to go on a hot day, middle of the day, you know, on, on three o'clock, they go, they gym outside or in the gym. Bro, I'm that guy, I go in the night when it's raining, cold, then I test also my mentality, you know. Bro, I'm every rep, what I'm doing there, every pull-up, I'm saying to myself, why am I here? Why am I doing this to myself? I'm looking at my hands, bust it open, everything, I'm getting cold. But that's what, what giving me the, the fire to continue, you know. Because I get mentally strong. I said to myself, you want to quit? You are not going to quit. 1,000 reps, 500 reps. I'm there 200, uh, two, uh, two hours doing just pull-ups, getting cramped up. But I have, I have a goal in front of me and I want to achieve it. And you have to work for it. No gifters here. No gifters around me, you know? Just work, hard work, man, bro. Would you consider the hardships you have faced uh, in your past and still now also as blessings then? Of course, bro. Everything is a blessing for me. The reason I have this today, the journey was meant to be, you know, losing my father or dropping out of school or losing a job. Well, I always said to myself, alhamdulillah, it can, it can always be 
uh, much more. It can always be a much. Uh, how can I say it, man? Worse. Bad, yeah, worse situation. Always can get worse because what what we learn from the Islam, the Prophet Muhammad Sallam, he said, "Don't look up to the people who have more than you. Look up to the pe- look to the people who have less than you." So, for example, I lost my father. I know somebody who lost both of his parents. So I'm still saying, Alhamdulillah, my mother, she cooks for me. I have a roof above me, you know. I have my own bed. I get food that I like. I can go to the gym whenever I want. You know, these are things you have to count your blessings. You know, you have to try to count your You can never count your blessings, but you have to try to count your blessings. If you only look to your... Uh, Shortcomings. Yes. You, you will never be happy, man. Never be happy. So uh, and there's one image. It's really it went viral. You know, you have, you have one guy. He sees a Rolls Royce and he drives a, a, a Seat or something, and he's saying, oh, "I want that Rolls Royce." Then you have a guy on a bike. He looks at the car. Then you have the guy on the uh, someone walking looks at the bike. And you have so on and so on. But if you really count, you. That's how I start my day. Alhamdulillah, I can see. Alhamdulillah, I can smell. I can walk. I'm fit. You know, I'm fitter than most of the people. We're truly blessed, man. Losing somebody is part of the is part of the journey. Stay focused. I always say to people, stay focused, because when I in the past, uh, these shortcomings, you know, it makes you angry at the world. Why me? Why this? Why that? But now I say, Alhamdulillah. If I make, God forbid, a car accident, I say to myself, Alhamdulillah. Maybe if I went twenty meters further, further it it would go even much more wrong you know you, you never know Allah plans everything and we just live it you know just try to do your best give it your 100% and stay positive count your blessings believe me the people that don't count the blessings they will be de- depressed bro. because you will always look to somebody better there, there will always so- be somebody stronger or better so that's why I always look to the people that are below me not really below me in a way of status but who have less than me you know you, 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 you talked about happiness, I think, also briefly in, in, in that beautiful uh, talk that you had. It's really, really beautiful. I think you have a very yeah. nice way to look at life. Thank you, my bro. And uh, honestly, just grateful that also the religion has taught us that. Yeah, man. Uh, also, for me, it's also new. I'm learning more about it, more and more. Great. I'm, I'm grateful to have a lot of people around me that know a lot about it, so I can talk with them. And exactly what, like what you said was an, an example once. Uh, it's just like he, uh, uh, a Muslim friend of mine told me that he missed his plane, and because of that, he missed a very important meeting yeah. in, uh, in the country. He was like, and for one second, I stressed, but then I thought in my mind, no, maybe if I went on a plane, it would have crashed, or maybe yeah. like it can always, you, you never know how it happens. And now, with happens. everything that happens, goes bad or it goes wrong, take a deep breath, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. it's good. That's the key word, alhamdulillah. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, you know, a lot of people, I, I personally call them selfish. They only say Alhamdulillah when things are going well, you know. If they achieve a great job or uh, get a degree, they're saying Alhamdulillah. But when there's a setback, they start to complain, you know. It's all part of the progress. Sometimes you have to fall down to keep going, you know. Uh, that's just part of life, man. And I even think people that have the most setbacks will be the most successful. If you have setbacks and you are... Uh, thankful still you will be the most successful because then you won't be scared to uh, make a bad move or feel something you know that's why I dropped out of school 
when I dropped out, I said to myself, try it. Nothing happens, alhamdulillah. No. Not a big deal, you know. That's alhamdulillah, we have a great, great, great religion, man. And I always uh, tell non-Muslims and other people who maybe don't practice as much, read the Quran, read about the Prophet Muhammad read about his companions. Those people went to difficult times, not we. Look at us, man, we're sitting here, microphone, camera, water. Bro, then people have to travel for, for a glass of water, you know, even in Africa and all, the, all those countries. So, stay blessed, man. It's not really that bad what we have, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think also in, in our society, we take things for granted really easily. Yeah. Uh, and, and It's a bad habit, man. Yeah, it's a very bad habit. And uh, I mean, I'm guilty of it. You know, plenty we of all, people. I think we yeah. all, you know. And, but having something to fall back on and tell you, hey, you like keep in mind what you have is, is yeah. good this is all uh and what i think what i find really interesting is that i haven't heard many people that are uh or, or like i think that religion plays a very big role in helping people realize that because like l l learning those lessons without it i've met people that have it that are non-religious and have a lot of good morals and all, all that in yeah, place yeah, of course. like it, it happens a lot mm -hmm. But the religion, I think it's like a very helping hand because like when things go bad, you feel like you have something to fall back on. That's why I always say to people, in life you have uh, pillars where uh, what you're leaning on, you know. One of them is your family, your wealth, your job, uh, just your wife, children. So also one of those pillars is your religion. And I believe if you want to become a strong man, you have to have a relationship with your creator. Because, for example, you lose your children. You fall back to your wife. You can say, oh, at least I have my wife. You lose your wife, you say, oh, at least I have my money. You lose your money, you say, oh, I, at least I have my job. But what if you lose your job? The only thing, if you lose everything, what you can fall back on is your religion. But, for example, say you don't have a religion. But we can't fall back on nothing. And religion is the pillar that can't be broken, you know. That's the most strong. That's the last pillar. So you lose your children, nothing happens. Wife, I have my wife. You lose your wife, I have my money. You lose your money, you say, at least I have my job. You lose your job, then you can say, alhamdulillah, still I'm a Muslim. And that's the most important. You have to be somebody who can detach himself from the dunya. If you are too much in love with this worldly life, bro, if you get a setback, you will get depressed. And I think that's the key of somebody who gets away from depression. You just don't need to care about this this dunya, you know. If you get a setback, you say, Alhamdulillah, I'm still a Muslim. Because that's the most, uh, that's the richest thing in life, what you can have as a Muslim. If you have your religion, bro, that means much more than billions of dollars, millions of cars, millions of women, for example. So uh, that's why uh, I invest myself, you know, I try to learn more about the Dean because uh, we, have to, uh, we have to know that we are blessed that he chose us to be Muslims, you know, he guided us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and uh, we have to thank him for that, you know. We have to make the last pillar strong because if that one crashes, it will go bad, bro. Yeah. Because life can really kill people. We all know people end their lives quickly. 
we all uh, have seen, we all know somebody who ends life, you know, even in this day and age. But if you're religiously strong, no matter what, what setback you have, positive, man. Alhamdulillah, I'm still Muslim. We go. Yeah. You, you quickly talked about also what I find really interesting is uh, happiness in a way. And you talked about, I feel like it was materialistic things. Where, where do you think that happiness comes from? Because... I mean, I know what you're gonna say, but yeah, like, like it, 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 it is not like we we live in in this world and it's great, but but like there's a lot of material. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. people. Uh, I feel like people distract themselves from themselves. Mm -hmm. They 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 try to take the happiness from. It can be women. It can be money. It can yeah. be short-term gratification in any ways possible. It can be drugs. It can be different substances that make you feel a certain yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. They do everything to escape, yeah, yeah. escape themselves. And it's like a distraction or something yeah. for them. Yeah, I think uh, we all uh, have that problem, you know. We're just human. Of course. Everybody wants a nice car. Everybody wants a beautiful wife, you know. But for me, I think... Uh, I think, come on. What the most important is... Just... F I talked with this with my brother last, uh, the other day. My older brother, I said to him, what is really, you know, what do we see as happiness? As a, uh, as a human, we are really selfish. For example, you buy your first car, you're really happy. But something bad happens, you forget you, buy, you bought your first car. You know, that's, that's what I talk. So he, how to answer your question is what I see in happiness is something... You do consistently and gives you happiness. You know, you can't buy every every day your first car. But for me, if I pray all my five daily prayers and I am laying in my bed and I'm feeling the joy of Alhamdulillah, I did something positive, just religious-wise and non-religious-wise. If you do something positive, for me, maybe helping somebody, giving me knowledge or just help my helping my mother lifting with their grocery bags, you know? That is what gives you really happiness. Th those are moments you can recreate every time, every time, every time. But if you buy your first car, you can buy your first car again tomorrow. That's just one happy moment. I don't really have that, like uh, one happy moment, you know. I just try to search for moments that I can reach again, 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 again. And I think that's important because we, we humans, we are selfish, man. You buy your first house, next time you're, one of your relatives dies... You say, man, screw that house, my relative died, you know. You forget that moment just in one second, you know. But if you realize, you have to search for something that gives you constantly happiness. So giving back to people or helping somebody who's in need, doing your prayers. Also being grateful, right? Being grateful, of course. I think that's the first. Yeah. If you're not grateful, I, I don't think uh, you can get satisfied by uh, a lot of these other uh, things, you know. That's just search for, do something positive. Maybe for, for somebody that's um, even walking his dog outside, you know? Just empty his mind. I also like to walk a lot. I go to the beach on my free days. I just walk, man. Walk, think by myself. Think about my goals. Just walk, look around me, look to the beach. Being grateful, you know? Because a lot of people... When we're busy, you forget a lot of blessings, you know. When you're working all day, your day goes by fast. So when I'm working or going to the gym or after, I always search for a moment 
when I'm with myself and just thinking about my life, you know, thinking about my blessings, thinking about my goals, uh, getting myself hungry, you know, I want to achieve this, achieve that. Alhamdulillah, I already achieved this. And I think that's also really important why you should pray. And that's why it's in five daily, five different times, you know, in the night time you remember, oh, this is not my real place, you know, the hereafter is my real place. Even when you start your play, you say Allahu Akbar. And Allahu Akbar means Allah is the greatest. So when you're raising your hands, you're getting the reminder of He is the greatest and not these things around me, not my problems. You know, sometimes when you really have some uh, uh, problems in your head and you start your prayer, you think about everything, but during your prayer, you think I have to work tomorrow. I didn't eat yet. What, I, what am I eating? I have to go visit my friend. All of, all, uh, all of the distractions in your prayer, you know. But when you do the movements, every movement we do, to sujood, to, to, to sajda, you say Allahu Akbar. And that has to be a reminder of Allah is the greatest. Whenever, whatever problem you have in your head, Allahu Akbar, you know He's the greatest, screw my problems. That's the reminder constantly. So if you're praying five different times, you will get the reminder five different times, you know. That's why the prayer is really, really important. People say, what it's taught to me, you have to pray, you have to pray, you have to pray. but you have to also know the meaning of praying, you know. You say Allahu Akbar every time. Try to learn yourself. When I hear that word, He is the greatest, not this dunya. This is just a stage to get to the afterlife, you know. And that's why you also, when you're reciting your surahs in your, in your daily prayer, try to learn the meaning if you don't know uh, the Arabic language, because it will change your life. Well, I, it will uh, change your life, man. What I've seen around me also, it's very interesting you're saying this, is uh, obviously I come from a, a, a neighborhood where uh, most of the people had, had a Muslim background. Yeah. What I noticed there is that a lot of people, when they grew up, uh, they were doing everything, but the meaning behind it, like it, it, it they felt... They didn't know really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't really know. I was the same, bro. And you can't blame them. Yeah. But it, it, it's really interesting to see that mindset change in those people when they start, you know, like deepening themselves into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then they already do it for a reason. You know what uh, I think is really bad is uh, forcing somebody to pray. You know? Yeah. Just tell him why he prays, give him the meaning, give him the reasons. Believe me, if you can tell him in a great way, he will start praying. But for me, it started, you know, uh, out of household. Say to you, you have to pray, you have to pray, you have to pray. They don't really explain why. It distracted me even from the prayer, you know. But then I started getting older. I learned the meaning of the prayers, the surah meaning, you know, what you're saying in your prayers. And I thought to myself, now I even can live without the prayer. I need it. If I don't, if I miss my prayer by something or maybe I forget my prayer or something, I get crazy, but I have to pray. That's why I first came here. I said to you, can I pray before we start, you know? Now I have my prayer. Alhamdulillah, now the heart, we calm down. Now I'm here. It's the most important, bro. It's the key to success. Because I always say to my, when I feel bad, when I feel good, pray, man. Always pray. And ask for everything what you want. You never know. All your prayers will get hurt, you know. If it gets accepted, just try. I prayed for even what, uh, what I achieved now. I pray for it every day. Give me more help. Give me more uh, good people around me. Get the bad people away from me. You want to give me little signs 
of who is good for me, who is bad for me. And now I see uh, a lot of signs, subhanAllah. A lot of b uh, bad friends of me, fortunately, you know, stepped away from them. But it, it makes sense also. I, I think besides what happens religiously, it's because you, you put your mind to it. Yeah. Uh, and and I think those prayers are a moment. Uh, we had a homeschool on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a very famous trainer. Yeah, yeah, of Kukansaki. Yeah, 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 know, yeah, yeah. Amazing man, really inspirational. And, and he and he said, hard work without reflection is nothing. Mm -hmm. And that hit so hard for me because Great like always, I'm always and and I had that in, in a moment even last year. Always continuing, continuing without taking a yeah. step outside and look taking a step back. Result, yeah, what's happening? Uh, what have I done? Yeah. What's going well? What's going not well? Uh, what are the people around me that are supporting me uh, what are people that I should spend more time with yeah. just all those small things I think in, in the fast life that we're living you, you can get lost in that and taking that step if it's in a way of a prayer or meditation or mm -hmm. a walk like you said it's beautiful or maybe you, a gym session or gym session. Uh, visiting a positive friend of you Yeah. but I think uh, the reason is every human wants to have quick results you know Bro, people ask me, how do I get the muscle up in uh, two weeks or something? Uh, why does it have to be short, you know? Work, put your work in, even if it's two, three years long. If you see progress, it's progress at the end of the day. But we are really haste people. We want to achieve things in two, three seconds. We want to be a millionaire tomorrow. We want to have a wife tomorrow. We want to have children, everything. Just stay calm, as you said. Take a step outside, reflect. Is everything going well? Because you can easily go lost in it. Yeah. We all experience it, I think. Sometimes you look back at yourself. The years go by fast. On my Snapchat uh, memories, I see snaps of one year ago. I'm saying to myself, subhanAllah, I thought it was one month ago. You know, time, time flies, man. So I would like to ask you to, to, to round off. I think we have we can talk about 10,000 subjects, but that's why yeah. it's so great that you're going to have a YouTube channel where people can yeah, find you uh, on that. With the last question, I would I'd like to ask you, what does success mean to you? Great question, man. Success, I think, is to be somebody who has a good relation with his creator in whatsoever manner, you know? Somebody who is grateful, somebody who is chasing peace in his life, you know, to have a calm life, heart, no stress, somebody who has good people around him, somebody who can give back, you know, be somebody who has an impact on, the, on, 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 like, social media or something, you know, be just on society, I mean, be somebody who has a good impact on society. I think that is something you can't buy or achieve like uh, without working hard, you know, and just stay focused. I really like that you said the impact on society. Yeah. And I would like to add something to that, if I may. It's it's that people, a lot of people want to start really big with that. But just start in your own circle, your own family. Yeah. Look at your sister, your brother, yeah, your nephew, your uncle, your neighbor. Yeah. Just go to, over to the door. Hey, do you need something? Can I help you with groceries? Just small things. Exactly. You can make such a big difference yeah, in people's their life. You don't know what's going on in their minds. Yeah. Even your closest people that are close to you, have those talks to them. A small moment uh, of you approaching somebody can change his day, you know, even negatively and positively. If I come here inside and I say to you, yeah, my day was awful, automatically you will come in my energy, you know. You will also think, ah, day, awful day, you know. 
or I give you like negative vibes, you know. But if you come, you say to the people just nice things. Just for example, you have a nice watch, you know. Thank you. Just some compliments, you know. That can change their day, bro. You never know what kind of state they have in their mind. You can change it, you know. Just greet people, be a nice person. That's what I try to be on social media, the best example possible. You know? Beautiful, man. Keep it up. Keep doing it. Thank you, man. You and, also uh, love the work, man. I appreciate it, brother. Keep and it up, bro. If we can ever help each other, please let us know. Of course, bro. And uh, Hit me up for everything. Religious tips, gym tips, everything, bro. You feel free to hit me up. Thank you, brother. You're welcome, bro. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for making the time as well. Thank you for having me. And uh, It's a pleasure, brother. Thank you. You're welcome. Hoe lang heeft het geduurd dan? Het is langer dan. Nee joh. Broer, ik dacht jij het gemiddeld of zo, man. Tijd gaat snel voor